Hi, this is the 2022 Formula One car, and you're watching Best of Five. Hi, this is Daniel Ricardo driving the NASCAR of Dale Earnhardt, and you're watching Best of Five. Hi, this is Nicholas Latifi in the pit lane, and you're watching Best of Five. Hi, this is Valtteri Bottas. Hi, this is Lewis Hamilton in qualifying, and you're watching Best of Five. Hi, this is Lando Norris coming into the pit, and you're watching Best of Five. Hi, this is a McLaren supercar trackside, and you're watching Best of Five. Hi, this is Christian Horner, leader of Red Bull, and you're watching Best of Five. Hi, this is Kimi Raikkonen, and you're watching Best of Five. Hi, this is a W Series car, and you're watching Best of Five. Hi, this is a Medic, and you're watching Best of Five. Hi, this is Shaq. You're watching Best of Five. Hi, this is Serena Williams, and you're watching Best of Five. Hi, this is the Cowboys cheerleaders, and you're watching Best of Five. I am going to fast forward. There we go. Hi, this is every Formula One driver of this year in one truck going around the track, and you're watching Best of Five. Hi, this is the start of Formula One. U.S. Grand Prix, and you're watching Best of Five. Hi, this is a sign from Saturday saying Lewis was going to hold that L, and you're watching Best of Five. Like everybody said... You're watching Best of Five, the now super famous, world-knowing, Shaq attacking, Serena Williams backhanding, cowboy cheerleaders sing, dancing, best show in the world. Welcome to another episode of Best of Five, brought to you by everybody in Formula One. Steve. How do I follow that? You can't. How, how, what? What Look, just happened? You said I wasn't in Formula One, and I just proved you wrong by saying everybody in Formula One now knows about Best of Five. You heard him. I like how the Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders spoke in one voice. Mm-hmm. That's what happens when and, you rehearse and, and all the referred, time. And referred to themselves in the singular. Mm-hmm. That's what happens when you rehearse all the time. It's called group mind, Steve. Group mind. Anywho, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Best of Five. You all were here for this amazing moment. Enjoy it. Revel in it. It was a lot of hard work to get all of that. You, you know how it hard off. it was to get Shaq to say something like that? All joking aside, I did wave hi to Shaq and he waved hi back. It was great. <laughs> that was the highlight right there. Sure was. Well, that and the fact that I got trackside. And I didn't get to ride those supercars. But anyway, this is an FGC talk show, apparently, oh allegedly. Uh, and look, wow. here's the thing. We're going to get right down to it, Steve. I'm not even going to introduce anybody because I'm pissed. Last week, I needed a break. And I, I you know, I, I go out and best of five laps. Oh, my God. Die by sword, you know. Die by sword gets it. Anyway. Last week, I needed a break 
I was feeling overwhelmed with everything. And I leave you guys alone for one week, and all of a sudden, I'm the stick in the mud. All of a sudden, I'm the, all of a sudden, I'm the one that doesn't let anybody have fun. All of a sudden, I'm the one that's being sleuthed on, and I don't appreciate it, Steve. I thought we, tr- I thought we had trust. We do have trust. I wasn't saying you. What I was saying, see, what had happened was mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. we went to Applebee's, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, you know, um, look at that distraction. Damn, he got me again. I can't move. <laughs> well, look. I, I I have to rotate my desk, and I've pinned myself in for the show. The Good. things I do for 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 the best of five crew. Good. Now, here is, I will give you some credit, Steve. You did pick up on some of the breadcrumbs that I left because I did leave a, a message, a very important message. However, much, much like myself, Steve, you have a lot to learn about sleuthing as well. So I'm going to teach everybody how to sleuth. I'm going to show you the breadcrumbs that I did leave, and I will let you reach your own conclusion. Okay? Are we all ready for that? Chat, you're going to actually, I'm going to be waiting on answers from you guys. So type hi so I know you're listening because you're involved in this. You ready? Oh, boy. This is going to work out beautifully with the uh, it's gonna be the fine. delay in chat. It's going to be fine. I'm waiting for the chat to say hi so that I know they're listening and we can start this segment. There. I see Blue said hi. Who else? Is Blue the only one here? Guess so. No, there's Kwanzai. What's up, Pi? I see you. Hi. Howdy. Okay, cool. I know everybody's listening. Now, Zero Star is here as well. All right. Let's... Go to my Twitter, because that is where I left all those breadcrumbs. Now, this is my Twitter, and we're going to ignore all the new stuff. However, Steve, you were correct when you went to my Twitter, and you pointed to this retweet. Oh, we're going we're gonna to pause it right there, because we're going to watch this. So, this is a retweet of a movie called Soy Cuba from 1964, and it's a very, very well-done, quote-unquote, crane shot. We're going to watch this a little bit here. This is a, a, the climactic scene of Soy Cuba. Now, keep in mind, Soy Cuba was a movie funded by and created by Russians, right? When Cuba was uh, and showing like Cuba's revolution towards communism. However, this movie was outcast in Russia because it showed rich people having too much fun. So they felt like rich people looked too cool. So it wasn't received well in Russia, even though it's about a country embracing communism. Now, keep in mind, this is 1964. You saw how close that shot started? Look where they are now, right? And you, you're saying, oh, it's just a crane. Well, let's go ahead and fast forward a little. Whoops. Now they're inside a building. Cranes don't do that. You can't go inside of a building. What happens here? They go through the, this is a cigar making factory. All right. I'm just fasting forward. And then this happens. This is 1964. Look at this. They got the cameraman to jump out of the window and float through the air like Superman to capture this funeral procession. That's unbelievable. All joking aside, like the engineering that they must have done in 1964 to get this to work is unfreaking believable. Now, Steve, what was the point of all that? I ask you. 
that that's what I ask myself every day. Mm-hmm. So, remember what I said. This was not received well in Russia because it made rich people look too cool. Now, let's go back to my Twitter. What does this tweet say here? Acting like a rich Take one. This looks cool. I got a glass of champagne. This was at like 8 in the morning. There's a track. Right? This is where I got to watch Formula 1. Now, the breadcrumbs were there. You made the connection. Formula 1, Soy Cuba. But where, did, where you went after that is the big problem. And I left you a pretty big hint. In the Soy Cuba video, let's go back to it real quick. If you go into the scene where they are in the uh, cigar factory and you pause it right here. Look to the top right, up and to the right. Do you see that? That's the cart that they used. That's not supposed to be in the shot, right? But they couldn't do this without Rich (laughs) Thanks, Thigh by Sword, for gifting a sub to Rich We're clapping on the inside. Anyway, I super appreciate it. I'm clapping on the outside, too. (laughs) Now, up and to the right, you see the cart. That's the big hint, okay? Now, let me show you. What do you usually not notice on Twitter that is up and to the right, Steve? What here? Say again? Search bar. Mm, Too far up and too far to the right. The follow button? Still too far up and too far to the right. Likes. Little too far to the right. Media. Little too far to the right. Tweets and retweets. The tweets, the tweets and replies button is where that was supposed to lead you. Now, let's make this connection. Formula One, up and to the right. Tweets and replies. This is me responding to a Kyle Lowe tweet. Kyle Lowe is a Formula Three driver who gave us a private tour of the Circuit of the Americas at Formula One. Now, to the right is me. In the middle is Kyle Lowe. To the left of Kyle Lowe is Elaine. And to the left of Elaine is Jordan. Those are people that I met at Formula One who are now lifelong friends of mine. Kyle Lowe is from California. Elaine and Jordan currently live in Seattle and will be moving to California. Now... Steve, I know you know the answer to this, so I'm going to ask you to not answer. And chat, I want you guys to answer. What do all these four people, including myself, have in common in this picture? They're all human beings. A little bit more specific. Listen, I I gave you the clues. The clues are there. What is the one thing all four of those people in the picture have in common they're all human beings who are allegedly at the u.s grand prix blue you are on the cusp of finding it you are on the cusp it is right there think about it they're all in best of five close now think about it jordan and elaine moving to los angeles Kyle Lowe lives in Los Angeles. What is Elon, where does Elon live? Austin, Texas. Not anymore, he don't. 
What? I've accepted a job offer and will be moving to LA within the next 30 days. That is where the breadcrumbs were leading to. I, I still, I still feel like they also led to Tech and Tag Tournament 3. I'm pretty confident in my work. Um, well, that's the thing, Steve. Sometimes one misinterpretation of a breadcrumb leads you the wrong way. I've been there. I know. Trust me. So, but, but, Ali. Yes. So, what does that mean? First, it means that I'm moving to LA. Second, what does that mean for the future of the show? I have no fucking idea. <laughs> so, uh, this is the quote-unquote big announcement, as it were. Uh, I am moving to California. My first day for the new job is November 29th. So, I have to find a new place to live and get over there before then. Um, the big issue is this. I don't know what my life looks like right now. So, what we have here is... My ability to host a show is for certain here today and next week. After that, I don't know what's going to happen. Steve and I will have some conversations uh, about what to do, mostly because with the time zone change, I don't know what that's going to look like. I don't know what my schedule is going to look like for my new job. So we are we're going to have to talk and come to a conclusion on whether we need to push the hours back or whether we need to move days or anything like that but for right now that means i will be as of next week i will take a small hiatus from the show until we can figure out what what we can do from there so the show itself uh is not going on hiatus yes as of now um the plan in place is uh if you were here last week it was me and sharpie and i kind of had uh i i was kind of running the show um that is probably going to be what we do uh for the few weeks following uh while elon is getting settled in um after that it's still up in the air um it is very possible that we may end up having to change times or change days um it will all depend on where the cards fall, where the chips fall, where everything falls. It's all about falling. Yep. Agreed. Um, so I apologize for upending everything and know that this was not an easy decision. But sometimes you got to look out for number one. And that's where we're at. And we love you, Elon. Stop we it. Do. Stop it. You, you, even though we, we gave you a little bit of a hard time. Oh, no, you didn't give me a hard time. No, y'all just b b like basically destroyed me when I couldn't defend myself. And I'm defending myself by moving far away. Damn it. Anyway, so, um, yeah, so... W yeah, there, 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 there's a couple of things in play um, that keeps us from saying, yeah, let's just push it back. Obviously... If we push it back, Tuesdays are going to be a little difficult because Ultra Chen is a thing. We don't necessarily want to run at the same time as Ultra Chen does. Mm -hmm. um, 
Do we do Mondays? Do we do Wednesdays? Do we do something completely different? Who knows? And it's not even a do we. It's a can we. Right? I don't know. I don't know anything. (laughs) Wow. Cue ball. Say you took the job to get away from a toxic workplace. I mean. I am not toxic. I occasionally listen to my work. This isn't my workplace. But. This is in my workplace. And honestly, cue ball, that kind of hit the nail on the head. But anyway, that's not what's important. Uh, what is important is we're going to try our best to see if we can accommodate what the future looks like. I don't know. I don't even know where I'm going to live. Like, I still have to look at apartments and I still have to move all within, like, the next 30 days. Sorry, the next 28 days. Jeez. Um, and that's a scary endeavor. So I don't even know, like, what's happening. Right. So I need to get all that settled before uh, I can figure out what's going on with the show. But Steve will be holding down the fort. And hopefully we'll be back to normal. Hopefully as close to normal as possible as soon as possible. So that was me holding down the fort. Me doing this. Holding it down. Uh, Just pull over you and roam the streets. I wish. I wish. Uh, that would make life very easy and also hard at the same time. But anyway, that's where we're at. That's where the situation is. That's where things are. So look out for more information in the future. I wish, and coming from me saying, I won't, I don't have an answer yet. It's frustrating because I'm a person who's like, anytime somebody says, oh, it's coming soon. It's like, you give me a date. Sorry, Steve. Uh, (laughs) You're but getting maximum points out of that that uh, that beeping sound effect. Good. So. So yeah, that's where we're at, and I wanted to let you guys know that as soon as I had everything in place and I put my two weeks last week, so my last week of my current job is going to be next Monday. So Tuesday will be a big celebration, and then I have to figure out what I'm doing and how, and why. So, that's where we're at. Any questions? Taking questions from the press. Steve, do you have any questions? Um, should we get started on the recap? Sure. Let's get started on... Not to cut your time short, but... Oh, no, it's fine. we got to cut our time short. It's fine. Look, I'm taking as much time as I damn well please, because you all buried me last week, and I couldn't even defend myself. What's going to be my first movie role? Uh, I'm probably going to replace Chris Pratt in a bunch of things, including the Garfield movie. Uh, and then we'll see where we go from there. Any further questions? Do you guys uh, like... The Black Grabs? Black Grab is going to be joint custody. Yeah. We're going to co-parent. Uh, how is Daigo still so good? He practices a lot. Man, let, let's talk about Daigo because, man, oh, man, Daigo is the man who just does not age. Uh, here you go. Uh. Uh, so we had uh, Capcom Pro Tour back in action again uh, with with uh, tr- third trip to Japan. Uh, the name on top, if you follow this show... You know who that is. It's the beast, Daigo Umehara, getting the win over Kawano in the grand final to qualify for his, if I can count, 
seventh straight Capcom Cup. Ever since the Capcom uh, Pro Tour launched, he has qualified for every single one. The only one he didn't make was the very first one, which was like the eight. You win one of eight events and you automatically get in, but they didn't announce it until like two or three events were done. So it was, it was sort of their first big foray. Mm-hmm. But Daigo, after he won, took to Twitter, said, quote, I won today's CPT. This year I caught COVID-19, broke a finger, and wasn't getting great tournament results. But it seems good things do happen if you keep trying your best. I'll savor this just for today and get back to work tomorrow. Man, Kawano sure has grown. End quote. The Ageless Wonder doing it again. Um, didn't go quite as well in Street Fighter League for him, though. His Mildon Beast squad uh, was in action three times, or twice since we last spoke. Uh lost one uh 3-1 to good 8 squad and drew 2-2 uh with Nagoya Oja Body Star. So his squad is tied for 5th on 11 points. Good 8 with the, with their win and the 3-1 win over Tokido's Roto Z as well. They are on top of the table with 19 points. Uh Tokido's squad, the Roto Z squad is in second with 16. And Gyogun has fought their way up to third with 14. Still plenty of time to go. Um, it's it's 14 rounds, so almost at the halfway point. But things looking good for good eight. Things are also looking good for Nasser Esports. They got a second 3-0 sweep in the U.S. Pro League, uh, this time over Nordevin. On the other end... Bandits getting off the cellar with a 3-2 win over Vodafone. So now everyone is between 2-1 and one or 1-2. One and two. No perfect records, no winless teams through four weeks. Things are starting to tighten up in Street Fighter League US, even though it just started. You know, it's it doesn't look like anyone's running away with this quite yet. Um, kicking it over to some, we had a couple of offline tournaments. Uh, let's start in Puerto Rico with first attack. Uh, it was a good weekend for a lot of the Puerto Rican players, a lot of the Puerto Rican community. Uh, but you did have some people coming from other countries and doing quite well. Uh, Dominican Republic represented by Caba. Kaba getting the win in Street Fighter V. Infiltration coming over from Korea to win Grand Blue and Guilty Gear. Uh, Ling Ling doing well in Smash, winning both singles and doubles alongside fellow American Comet. And you have uh, the rest of the results up there, including Yadriel El Punk getting the win in MK11. Stateside, we had Kumite in Tennessee. This was the big gathering. It's it's usually a very big gathering, especially for the MK community. Uh, and you had the NRS community, I should say, because you had three NRS games represented. 
Gurr getting the win in Injustice, Euphering winning MKX, and Turkey Sucks getting the title in NK MK11. And did I hear Sharpie just now? I don't think so. Okay, nope. maybe I'm just going crazy. I shouldn't talk. I should listen to I no get it, Steve. You don't like me here. It's fine. Just keep doing your jerry. I was trying to seg into another name. I shouldn't talk. I should listen to No Need to Talk, who won the Street Fighter V tournament at Kumite in Tennessee. And also, Guilty Gear Strive, won by Jakey the Snakey, who is also in the running for Best Name of the Week. That is the Best say. Name of the but Week. We, well, we've got some we've got some heavy hitters a little later on. Okay. Uh, we've also got some Spanish flags in the mix because the rescheduled DBFZ Ten Kaiichi event for Europe Three, which was Spain and a couple other countries, completely full of Spanish flags, full top eight of Spanish players, uh, Yaok. Yeah, Orcas, if I'm pronouncing that right, getting the win over Tigris in the grand final. Kalbu and two, uh, Bonifacio, uh, Dos Bonifacio rounding out the top four. If anyone has trouble with my Spanish pronunciation, I apologize sincerely. And I will also point out that I took Japanese in high school, not Spanish. Yeah, so I should have taken Spanish. So if you have any issues with Steve's Spanish, you can leave a complaint in the complaint box. We have a complaint box? Oh, okay. I see what you're doing. I see where you're going. I'm picking up what you're putting down. Good. Um, Let's kick it over to Smash because we had yet another event on the Smash World Tour. Another regional final. This time, NA East, another eight players punching their tickets uh, to that world final. Zane leading the bunch, getting the win. IBDW and Polish rounding out the top three. Hungry Box finishing just off the podium, but still making the cut for the global finals. Uh, you see the rest of the finishers there. Everyone in top eight is headed to the global finals. Uh, speaking of global circuits, we saw the beginning of a new one uh, this past week with Arc Revo Online. That kicked off with their first uh, first online qualifier. It was for the EMEA region, Europe, Middle East, and Africa. And this one was won by a name that's been in the standings quite a few times, but not necessarily for Strive. Shady, who is certainly in the mix for the um, Street Fighter events in the Baltic region, actually was in the Baltic Top 8 last week, getting the win here uh, in the the Guilty Gear Strive qualifier. So he is headed to the EMEA Finals. So for there's three regions, uh, EMEA, Japan, Korea, and uh, America. Each of those regions will have 
uh, online community event circuits. The top three points earners from each of those will qualify for the finals. And also five online uh, qualifiers. The winner of each of those directly goes to the finale. So Shady, first player to punch their ticket to the European final. Or the EMEA, I should say. And we've got one more event to discuss. And that was one that Sharpie was a part of. One more once. This was the uh, Skullgirls tournament. Uh, they had a bunch of people over at BG Callisto's house uh, to commentate. Uh, it was an online tournament, so you had online action, you had offline action. Pretty darn cool. And we've got some good names in here. Uh, Triviality, a familiar name. He is. He was one of the top two finishers at EVO. Getting the win here over PME in the grand final. Wing Zero and Swift Fox Dash rounding out the top four. But let's take a look at some of these other names. Rat Baby, tying for fifth. Graham Sandwich and Tyrone O'Canada, tying for seventh. Kodomo Swag Dragon and Zest Municipality, tying for ninth. Uh, Shaky Fingers in there, tying for 13th. They are all giving Jakey the Snakey a run for their money. Dude, Sam Geef? That's genius. Sam Geef is good. Sam Geef also uh, holding it down for Mexico, the only non-U.S. player to make top 16. Mm. So, shout-outs to Sam Geef. So, at the end of the day, Steve, who is taking the bestie for the best name of the weekend? It's tough because I'm partial. Obviously, I'm partial to wrestling. So Jakey the Snakey warms my heart in a way that a lot of others don't. But I think I got to go with Kodomo Swag Dragon. Hmm. Because, I don't know, that just hits the spot for me. That or Tyrone O'Canada is up there. But Kodomo Swag Dragon gets my vote. So... Tyrone Canada is great, mostly because they're from the USA. Kodomo Swag Dragon, cool name. But Jakey the Snakey? Jakey the Snakey? Come on. How can you possibly pass up Jakey the Snakey? Even without the wrestling background in it. I would love to see the faces of the pool callers calling out Jakey the Snakey. So, my vote is Jakey the Snakey. And Do you have a fair. rebuttal, Steve? I have no rebuttal. I, I cool. think this is one of those weeks where there are no losers in this. Yes, but there is one winner of the bestie name of the week, and it is Jakey the Snakey. Congratulations. I didn't have a chance to make a graphic, unfortunately, because I had to do some studying for candidates because today is an election day in Minneapolis. Mm -hmm. uh, but, but one of the uh, big events to keep an eye out for this coming weekend is um, Big E's event. Mm. Uh, NEC oh, yeah, that's is right. taking place this weekend. 
and they just announced the schedule. Uh, let me, I had it, and then I accidentally closed it. Uh, well, look, so I think me... I think we can say that the pandemic, one of the bright sides of the pandemic is this. Big E is not getting screwed by Capcom Cup this year. Thank goodness, because that was... That was an incredible run for some reason. We were like 14 years in a row. I think it was Um, three or four. (laughs) 14 years in a row. It felt like 14 years in a row for some reason. True. Just like every single time it was either right before. Yeah. (sighs) Yeah. But big ups to Big E for finally getting his spot for NEC not to conflict with Capcom Cup. I'm happy for him. I'm happy for the tournament. NEC is always fun. So, if you want to follow NEC uh, this weekend, it will be on Bifuteki, Nerd Street FGC, Funky P, and KPB Live. So, kick give punch those block. channels a follow. Yes, kick pu- the Kick Punch Block crew is always holding it down on the East Coast. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. Nice. Steve... Is there anything else we have for Low Recap? I was hoping to to stall a little bit because I'm I, I don't know if Sharpie's gonna make it. She was working on something for the show. Yeah. Well, we can only and stall was- for so long. Well, here's the thing: we can always go back, right? This is a show where we are the leaders, Steve. We are adults, and we can make our own gosh darn decisions. So we are we adults. To- yes. So if we need to go back, it's like that Michael Jackson song, We Are the World, but we are adults. So if we need to go back, we can go back once we're further deep into the show. But I think it's time for us to forge onwards, as it were. Let's. Uh, so we got a couple of games that uh, gave us some new info this week. Yes. First... KOF's back at it again. They send Did us you one. Say yes. Yes. Oh my goodness! Not as in Y E S. Yes. That. Uh, my fiance says that, and I have no idea why. I love her. I I don't know where she got that from. I don't. Uh, anyway. Anyway. Any. Proceed. I'm sorry. I'm just feel like I'm you're just freaking starting out to project. Over. Feel like you're starting to project. It's speaking of projections, a projection <laughs> of a talented person has appeared. It's Hello. Hey. I'm here, and I'm totally on time. I'm sure. Let's talk about KOF because we got a couple of uh, bits of information uh, regarding KOF, and it came from a surprising source. Uh, the state of play, if you saw that, um, there weren't a whole lot of games touched on during the state of play, but KOF was one of them, um, and we saw two bits of news. The first <gasps> I wasn't bit... recording! I wasn't recording in Audacity, I'm so sorry. See, that's why I we're leaving now. it for later, I knew this. I am now, I am now. I knew this. I totally didn't do that either. Anyway, uh, we saw a new character get announced for KOF. 
Should we, we want to? Can we take a look at that? Let's take a look at that. Hear it, hear it, do. Because I'm a little angry over it. Just a little. That's not the one. Well, wrong one. Look, Steve. Sometimes when you label things correctly, I don't believe them. Dolores. That asphalt, dude, looks amazing. Honestly, like the graphics on the on the ground there. I really appreciated that. The close up on the rendering inside of this game is just so beautiful. You know. Bro, she can shatter me any day she wants. Oh wait, there's more. Oh, is it not on this trailer? Never mind. It's not <laughs> Sorry. <on> this trailer. <laughs> but wait, there's more. <laughs> is there really though? Is yes, there really? There is more because along with this, are 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 we doing black? Can we black grab on this? Sure, let's black grab. Steve, black grab. Because I'm angry at SRK. Why is that? They are wasting so much water in their offices because of all. That drip. My ah, ah. God. She is so cool looking. That is, I love the design. Even without the, the booty. Hmm. You can take that off the table and I just love this design so much. Hmm. Yes. Yes. I am. Like I said, uh, and like I'm going to have to cut out because I said it during the trailer and I have to cut out the trailer. I am going to hack the game so my team will be Dolores, Dolores, and Dolores because she spits hot fire. <laughs> Grab. Why did my brain go to the same place as yours? I'm scared. Sharpie, block or grab on Dolores. I'm always a really big fan of characters that have been really well rendered, specifically uh, when I look at how the reflection of the asphalt uh, works, and I'm also a really big fan of characters that have a lot of titillating aspects and personality. Um, and just to be very honest with you, um, the the succulent aspects of her necklace are very enticing to me, um, and the way that they call attention to some of her finer uh chest features specifically uh some of the rendering that we see on the 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 the, the leather of her breasts is very appealing to me i'd have to grab the out of her there you go sorry Steve. Oh, man. uh it's all right i dropped an f-bomb earlier we're good uh i'm back uh <laughs> um chat blocker grab i'm gonna I don't know. I feel like if I block, everybody's going to be really upset with me on the show. <laughs> so I think I'm going to have to well, grab for my own safety. Your, explain yourself, though. If, oh, it's because like, he's anti-black, like, right? It, that's, that's what it is, right? You literally just hate good things, right, Elon? Look. Well, apparently, according to you, yes. I'm just ah, sticking ah, the mark ah, over here. Ah, Ruining ah, everybody's ah, fun, ah, right? So, yeah, you know what? You're right. I'm blocking just because everybody oh, else man. likes her. Why did I give Elon an out, dude? <laughs> but I just don't like I don't her, Dolores. I and I think I think it's I think it might just be like a growing up speaking Portuguese thing because 
Dolores, it sounds too close to the word for pain in Portuguese. Well, she's just... going to bring the pain. I, I just want to Especially say when you run record, into my team of her, of three of her. If she caused me pain, that would just be another reason to grab her. Like, that's a plus. I would pay premium for that opportunity. To be very honest, if she would just step... Oh, wait. Uh, this is still, like, PG-13, right? I'm going to have to edit this anyway, so you free rate. Free rate. I would pay this woman money to literally step on my neck, spit on me, tie me up, and then literally throw me into the Potomac River. Specifically the Potomac. Oh, because it's close. To- if okay, it's convenient I get it. for her, like otherwise, you know, I'm I'm down with whatever she'd like to throw me in. But yeah, you know, cue ball brings up a good point. I was gonna say, like your new profile picture. Are like are you cheat? Are, are you cheating? We have an open relationship. Mm, okay. Oh my goodness. Okay. Well, look, hey, we don't kink shame around here. You do you. It's More not a kink. This is a normal thing that women experience, okay? This is normal. And it is it is a beautiful thing between two consenting adults and a virtual device, okay? And whatever she decides to peg inside of me, I'm cool with. Do I have to bleep that one out too? I might have to. I don't know. There's a beta coming. There is a <laughs> That's beta That's what they call me. There's a third? Really? <laughs> There is a beta for I'm never getting up. hired by Nintendo, dude. <laughs> oh my goodness. A lot is gone. I'm sorry. My mind is gone. I've only been here for 10 minutes, dude. Sure. <laughs> you're just packing everything in, making up for so much lost time. Oh my goodness. But there's a beta for King of Fighters. Um, it is coming your way in just over two weeks. It is an open beta test. This was uh, on PS4 and PS5. Uh, it's going to start on Friday. For the U.S. viewers, it's going to start on Friday the 19th uh, at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. And it will run to uh, Monday the 22nd at 10 a.m. Eastern, 7 a.m. Pacific. So you've got basically 60 hours to get in as much KOF goodness as you can. And you see the eight eight characters uh, that there will be eight characters in, in the mix. Dolores will be one of them. Um... So you'll have that opportunity to check that out. Um, Alon, are you still there? Are you dead? Please don't be dead. I just, I just want to say really quickly for the record, I received a message from um, my employer uh, stating that I am to redact my previous statement. Um, uh, the, the thoughts that I expressed previously towards Dolores are mine and my own. And I just want to say that between two consenting adults, uh, all acts of love are valid. Alan, please still sponsor me. I'm sorry. Okay, look, I can be I can be family friendly. I can do it. Okay, I'm oh I'm sorry. <laughs> Kids love I, me. I, 
Uh, Alon, I just put a, a picture in the drive. Um, it's related to KOF. Would you be able to put that on screen, please? I'm sure. Stick in the mud, we'll get it. Tr- Thanks, Elon. Trying to get we this appreciate you. Oh no, there's no more track now since I'm. The I'm sorry. I'm genuinely one. sorry about that, everybody. <laughs> I thought I actually came in at the right time, and I I didn't realize the segment had just started. I literally thought it was just ending, so I'm so sorry about that. Uh, it's over now. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Do we need to put? Can I? Do we need to play the Formula One video again? Is Formula no. One our safe word? Oh my! I'm just gonna put this up here. <laughs> I broke. I, I broke Steve. I'm just trying to figure out how I'm gonna ha- put this on YouTube. That's fine. It's because past. We're it's on been. YouTube. I can. Been... I can. I can actually be good. I apologize. I apologize. I'll be actually. No. Good. No. Is... No. We Hold are on. down this rabbit hole. Hold on. There is. Hold... If we get out, there's no. There's no purpose in getting out. Okay. We're Hold here. on. We're in the mud. Hold on. Let's. Let's. We're, let's. Hold on. Swim in the mud. Hold on. Hold on. First of all, it's past the thirty-minute mark. For that. It's past the thirty-minute mark, so we'll be okay on YouTube. They don't check it after the first thirty minutes, so we're good. Yeah. Uh, and there's a certain as, audience for people that are wrestling in mud too, Steve. Yes. And on top of that, I don't know how the other uh, podcast stuff works. So that, that's up to you then. What is going on with my lights? It looks like I'm like dying. All right. Sorry. We're, we're back. Hi. We're, welcome to Best of Five. This is, we're a fighting game podcast where we yeah, talk we about are. fighting game things. Yeah, we do. There's a beta announced for King of Fighters 15 in the PlayStation State of Play that happened last week. And here are the dates. It starts November 19th on the 19th hour PST and ends on the 22nd at the 7th hour. So these are exclusive to PlayStation 5 and PlayStation 4. And you will be able to enjoy things like ranked, Lobbies, offline training modes, among other things. I'm excited for that. Are you not excited for that, Steve and Sharpie? I am excited for that, Elon. It sounds like a good old wholesome time with me and my very amazing nuclear family playing very respectable and honest fighting games as we do every Sunday night immediately after church. (laughs) That's a, that that actually reminds me about something I was gonna point out about Dolores. She looks like she goes to church. She does, it right? Like, it sounds like she goes to church if for I no other reason than every Dolores I know is either five or seventy. What, why are you hanging out with five year olds, Steve? I have nieces and nephews. Oh, yeah, and the wholesome reason that I also knew. Yeah. What are... How, melty blood. Melty blood. God. I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. What is going on? So melty blood... Melty... Oh, I'm sorry. Hold on. Let me turn on the telus... Uh, the, not the telus... The teleprompter. Melty blood released a, toy, a tweet 
with a roadmap of what Melty Blood DLC is going to look like. Sorry, I'm probably not helping. Anywho, Melty Blood. We now have a roadmap for DLC stuff. Since I'm the stick in the mud, let's just go right along here. Here's what that roadmap looks like. This was tweeted out early last week. And it involves a playable character times four. It includes a character stories times four. Stages times four. And prices not set times four. And the schedule of updates is we, we're getting two characters this winter and two characters next spring. Along with a couple of free updates that will expand functions, balance adjustments, bug fixes, fixes etc. How are we feeling about Melty Blood now that it's been out for a, a whole host of time? We loving it, we hating it, where are we at? I'll start. Um, I am still actively playing the game. I really do enjoy the game. Uh, it's very, very fun. Still, I greatly enjoy the netcode. I love the lobby system. Uh, I'm happy to see a roadmap this early inside of the game's progress. And honestly, I feel like the timing of it is just perfect. Uh, everything about Melty Blood feels like the way that game should be launching, to be very honest with you. Uh, I feel like there's a lot of communication, and I also feel like I know entirely about what's going to happen with the platform and as someone who has been enjoying it even just like casually and not really competing i feel like if i wanted to complete com to specifically start competing as i melty blood i would have all the tools in my in my repertoire in order to start actively planning for that so it it, it fills me with a lot of condiments confidence condiments you see how I took the wholesome route there, and I and I and I fixed the word that I said, and I didn't say the very obvious thing I could have said there. See how I did that, future Steve. I did that for you. Thank you, thank you, because this episode is not going to end up seven minutes long <laughs> at all. Oh my goodness. Um, maybe six no, minutes I'm... and ninety seconds. You know. Well, it's at least going to be two minutes because that's how long our intro was. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Not two minutes yeah, and nine I, seconds or sixty nine seconds. Sure, I'm I'm feeling pretty good about this. Um, I kind of wish we would have had at least one date nailed down. Um, so because there is a good amount of of vagueness in the idea of uh this winter. So it could mean tomorrow. It could mean February. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But you know, uh, realistically, with the squad that they have, that seems like a very realistic, very doable uh, rate. Um, new character every six to eight weeks is mm -hmm. at least for the next few months. That seems very. That seems reasonable. That seems right on. Right, it, it feels right. Mm -hmm. Like it, it's close enough where. It, you're not really longing for anything for a long amount of time, but it's far apart enough that each character gets a chance to breathe and the game gets to settle down a little bit and you get to figure out where everything lands. What I'm interested in is, are we going to see original characters? Are we going to see returning characters? Or do they go with one of them being a licensed character? Because that's, mm -hmm. that's the mood du jour right now is terry bogart going to make yet another appearance in a new fighting game series 
contractually let, obligated. Let Terry, let Terry die, dude. Like, just it's been it's been thirty years. Let the man let the man pass in peace. Look, it's in his contract that he has to show up in every game. Unfortunately, I'm not the one making the decisions here. Uh, but uh, with that said, more melty is never bad. So more melty it is. Can't wait for it. Mel the game's been super fun. Uh, the launch was a little bit rocky, specifically on Steam, right? Every time you try to load up to an online match, the game would crash. But they got that fixed, and the game feels yeah. great. So they got big it ups fixed to... relatively fast, too. Yeah. Like, I really want to give them credit for that. That's why I feel like I... That's why I said the thing about the netcode is because mm -hmm. I feel like they addressed it significantly faster than I've seen other developers yeah. address it. And that means something, especially since their their team is so small, you know? Absolutely. Yeah, no, uh, big ups to them for working hard and making a game that's been fun to play and fun to look at as well. So big ups to them. Uh, I can't wait to get back on ranked and keep beating people up with my maids. Before we move on to our next topic, I also wanted to bring up one quick thing. And I unfortunately didn't have a uh, sleuthing set up for this, but something got teased by Arxis. Our Arx system works, sorry. Uh, when was this? It was yesterday. That's why I didn't have time. Uh, I just wanted to show you guys this little tweet here. And this says, The ghosts and ghouls will have to wait another year, but something truly terrifying is on the horizon. You hear the bells jingling as a creature descends from the snow-capped mountains. She is coming. And so are the holidays. It better not be Elephant. I just, it better not, it better not be Elephant. That's all I'm going to say. It just better yeah. not, it better literally not be Elephant. Because if she's inside of this game, I will... Uh. Hashtag Guilty Gear Strive, hashtag holiday season. Now, uh, I I feel like, you know, with the tweet of that being on November 1st, I'm pretty sure they were talking about Mariah Carey rising mm. from the grave to mm -hmm. infect us all with all I want for Christmas is you. Which yeah. she did. Now, yes, she always does on the dot. Uh, however, there's a few things we can glean from this tweet. And here is why. First, if we want to entertain going down the Elfelt route, which we will just for a moment, supposedly, Elfelt, the character's birthday, is December 25th. Holiday season, December 25th birthday, who knows? Now, some other people are taking this uh, a couple other directions, which I think is very interesting. Uh, Snow-capped mountains. Creature? Are we looking at maybe a, a really old boss character from an old Guilty Gear game? Are we looking at other characters? Bells jingling? A couple of the couple of the characters I can recall having bells are Jam, Heyoon from Rev Two. Some people are saying Biken, but I don't think I buy the Biken thing. Granted, she is coming, and then a scared face kind of makes me think it's Elfelt. Sadly, so. Yeah. Maybe. And I I mean, you know, referring to her as a monster, you know, have you seen Bridezilla's? Mm -hmm. and, and, you know, snow-capped mountains covered in white, um, you know, her her dress is white and she's got mountains. Mm -hmm. And uh, something truly terrifying is on the horizon. So Elfelt is truly I was terrifying. referring to her chest. 
Steve. Steve, how that dare you? This is a family. Steve, whoa. What is wrong whoa, with you, Steve? Whoa, Steve. PG-13 Can you be an over adult, here. Steve? Can you Jeez. please be I, an adult? Jesus. I dislike you both so much right now. And I'm getting Thank flicked you, in the Ace head Queen. by Ace Queen. Thank you. Yeah, no. What in the world? It. You, you crossed the line, Steve. <laughs> I still love you, but... I love you, too, but I need some support right now. <laughs> now, before before we stray too far into wherever Steve wants to take this, and it doesn't sound good, uh, Steve, mm-mm, uh... Mm-mm. Axiomish in the chat is saying that Jam's fatal was a bell. That's a that's a cool way of looking at it. Now, here's the other thing, too. If we're looking at it from a fatal blow kind of thing, we all recall Hotashi, who was an Elfelt main in Rev 2, is responsible for getting insta-kills removed from the game. Because he insta-killed Maximilian that one time, and then Maximilian called Daisuke and got that stuff removed. For those of you that don't know the meme, look it up. I don't I don't think that's what happened, but yeah. It, it is what happened. That's a valid source that we're now currently endorsing, endorsing on our official platform where we actually cover news now. Yes. And because, because of all that happening, this Steve. is probably why they said ghosts and ghouls. Something terrifying. Creature descends from snow-capped mountains. Probably because they know that I didn't want elephant inside this game. Can't just have ram. We can't just have one Valentine. We have to have really like. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And her birthday's on Christmas Day, so God help us all. For she Can is. We really call it birth if she was spawned from hell. Like. Technically, are we not all spawned from? I think I'm gonna leave that. I don't know where right Steve comes from, but I wasn't. I think I'm gonna. Let's take a left turn here. You know where I come from? Where do you come from, Steve? I come from a place of deep thought. (laughs) Oh no. Because we got some news that put me in some deep thought that made me consider what the future holds. Mm -hmm. What news was that, Steve? For Evo. Mm -hmm, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Because Evo. Or at least one of Evo's co-owners has a new owner, or at mm-hmm. least a new owner. Not not like the other owners are gone, but an additional owner. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pokemon was announced. Yes, that Pokemon was announced as a co-founder and chief creative officer. Uh, at RTS. RTS is the new organization that, along with Sony, co-owns Evo. Mm -hmm. And this set the world on fire um, because, A, she's obviously a huge figure in gaming as a whole that is now associated tangentially with Evo. Mm Mm-hmm. And two, if you doubt her credentials, she took to her personal Twitter account the day of the announcement and tweeted out hashtag free MVC2. So she is one of us. That's all she needs. 
She didn't retweet George Chen. And by George Chen, I mean James Chen's little brother. No, in all seriousness, like, it's awesome that, like, she got this amazing role that will hopefully provide her stability more so than just streaming, obviously. Um, I personally do not believe that we will see her in a management position at EVO or surrounding EVO. I personally feel as though the role is exclusively to provide opportunities for large-scale influencers and personalities inside of the gaming world to align with RTS. I don't believe it'll be actually affecting the fighting game community in any way, shape, or form, specifically because the RTS acquisition of SRK and EVO was a small drop compared to what they're attempting to do. Um, but uh, but yeah, I, I, I see inside the chat people are saying, she's a multimillionaire, she's stable. It's like, yeah, but being a multimillionaire doesn't mean anything if you're like, 26 and you still have to live and support a family for like the next 29 years you know there's only so much money that that million dollars will get you ultimately um and i think she's kind of trying to think long term here because it seems like a this seems like a genuine like career opportunity for her to go through and so that she doesn't she's not required to stream any longer in order for income um and i'm just i'm hoping that that provides her the stability that she's looking for now, let me bring up a couple of points. First of all, before we even get any farther into this, we need to, uh, I'm gonna pull up her tweet saying free MVC2 and we need to uh, bow down before our new overlord. I'm bowing. You can't see it, but I'm doing it. All right, now that that's done and we're in the good graces of Pokimane and we can now get into the other stuff that we need to get over, uh, into. She is the chief creative officer of RTS. What is RTS? RTS is a talent management service. What does that have to do with Evo? Well, there is a lot of talent at Evo. Sure. Because I attend it. Sure. But outside of me, I'm not entirely certain, to be honest with you, Elon. Yeah. So here's the big thing. Being a chief creative officer of a talent management agency means she's going to be in charge of maybe approving who the talents are that they will be managing, right? She might be in charge of coming up with ideas to help said talent. So I don't understand why people are freaking out that she owns Evo or co-owns Evo or whatever. It's a subsect of a company Granted, like, if she owns it, owns it. Like, she's a part owner. Cool, but... You know what I mean? It's just... It's kind of like making the same argument that, like, if someone works as Twitch staff, specifically as a moderator or something, they're also personally responsible for, like, the people inside of the warehouse that aren't getting restroom bakes, you know? Like, it's a weird... It's a weird dynamic to make. And, like, to me, I just see Sis out here literally going forward and moving into a stable job sector... That possibly doesn't require her to show her face on the internet every single day for the rest of her life. Well, and here's the other thing. Show me anybody who would turn that opportunity down, and I'll show you a liar. Let me me jump in a little bit. Go for Um, it. Because I think part of it is the memes. Part of it is fun because, you know, she's a very big personality who exists, who 
you know, exists in a world largely separate from the FGC, and now she's somewhat related to it out of out of nowhere, basically. The other part is there is a lack of a public face right now. Markman is obviously the most forward. Uh, his face is the one that's most public facing in terms of evil leadership right now. But, I mean, the the big face used to be for a long time, Mr. Wizard, and he is no longer there. And so now you have a big face that's there. So, yeah, maybe it's not... So for some people, it's not necessarily that they want to associate her with Evo, but she's the one person now they know is associated with Evo. Yeah, because I... Markman, like I said, you know, if you're in the FGC, you know who Markman is. If you're not, if you're not really in the FGC, you probably don't. My only concern with that thought process is that for I and I'm not I don't want to disregard anything that happened back in 2020 or any of the allegations from the victims or anything like that my concern is that I feel as though the face of Evo should still be someone inside of the fighting game community that has actively spent a portion of their energy supporting and uplifting the fighting game community and while I respect Pokimane for her position at this company. Um, I'm very hesitant to call her the face of Evo. And this is not because I don't think that she is a very talented gamer or a very talented entertainer or a very talented personality. It's because to me, she has not fought for achievements inside of the fighting game community. And I don't feel as though she represents the interests of the fighting game community. So while I think it's fantastic that she's going into and, and really leaning into the, the fighting game community memes and everything like that, I would have to really see her start to support the fighting game community more so than just Evo. I would have to see her out here literally like providing pop bonuses, providing opportunity for uh, women, queer people, non-binary people inside of the fighting game community. I would have to see that before I felt comfortable stating that I see her as the face of Evo. I don't, I don't currently see her as someone that is currently uplifting the next generation of fighting gamers, to be very, to be very honest. And this is no slight towards her or anything like that. It's just, it's one of those things that I don't necessarily always agree with uplifting someone that's not necessarily putting in work inside of the community. Um, and while I'm really excited to see that, obviously, like, it's a person of color inside of the community, I, I believe she's a person of color, and also, obviously, femme presenting. It's still one of those things where it's, like, the fighting game community deserves more than just having, like, some famous gamer being our face. Like, if it was Ninja, I'd be saying the exact same thing. And I had the exact same concerns when Ninja was talking about Smash. I was like, I think it's fantastic that Ninja is entering the fighting game space. What are they doing to give back to our community instead of just utilizing that for content? That's, that's always been my concern. Let me, let, me, let me pose a question here. Do you think her goal in becoming Chief Creative Officer was going to be that she was going to turn to into the face of Evo? No, and I'm exactly. honestly, it kind of disappoints me a little bit that people are, that people are expecting that of her, or that people are even memeing about that because it it takes away from serious conversation mm -hmm. about what we as a community deserve to have our faces be, you know, what we deserve to have our representation be inside of this community, 
and it's like what as as i'm sorry i'll say this and then i'll end it but because i know we're running out of time and we still have another segment but ultimately our community is one of the most diverse gaming communities out there also one of the most prolifically grassroots communities out there and we actively there are too many people inside this community who have been working for too long without any accolades whatsoever to exclusively just pay someone to be the face and that's just real what i will say is she's not going to be the face because one um like let's pull up the list of people that they have working on this because she is not going to they have two dedicated vice presidents uh are in the esports division um including you know uh, Min Sinko, Min Sinko, excuse me who was involved with e-league uh is going to run v- esports operations and Christian Tamas who w- worked with Twitch is going to run esports programs so the idea of her being directly involved in Evo is is fantasy basically in terms of her being a face i think most of that is memes but a big chunk of it like i said since evo and rts or since sony and rts have jumped in they haven't had a chance to put anyone forward really uh, because you know evo got canceled in 2020 and then it got canceled again and then they're doing the online thing in 2021. So they haven't had a moment like the reveal show. They haven't had that yet. So what, you know, that's going to be their moment to. And like I said, it's probably still going to be Mark, man. He is still with, he is with RTS. He is still involved with, with Evo. That's not changing. But the idea of Pokemon sitting next to her in wizard's place at the very least, is kind of funny to think about. Sure. And I would take that trade 10 times out of 10. Agreed. But here's the thing. I think think... it's great memes. I just, I don't like engaging with it on a serious level. That's all. Yeah. And and that's kind of why why I really wanted to talk about this. It it feels like there was like this entire thing where some people were like, oh, she doesn't represent us, blah, blah, blah. Like, you know, at the end of the day, I can ask a very simple question. Who's the creative or the chief creative officer of Street Fighter V or of Capcom? I don't know. I should know, but I don't. Who's the chief creative officer officer of Bandai Namco, of Tekken? Right? So I think the fact that there was a lot of people that were trying to jump into, oh, she's suddenly the face of the FGC, it's unfounded. And I smacked my table because I was kind of upset about it. But that's why I wanted to bring it up. And I feel like we're all on the same page where we agree that this mean while it is cool it means nothing in the long run i think for our corner of the world as far as like her being there not as far I, as like I will RTX say, being for the record it is it is kind of a little bit disheartening to see that there isn't much african-american representation in the upper levels of this company that acquired evo um because the cannons are obviously african-american and uh it was it was a big reason I looked up to Evo. You know, it's mm-hmm. like seeing like people that look like me owning a certain aspect of my community. Um, it 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 doesn't like bother me a huge amount or anything like that. It's just it's a little bit disheartening. You know, um, that's all. I I will state that because it it was something that I did want to mm-hmm. publicly state, like that no one on their staff is specifically African American, whereas the FGC is like predominantly African American. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. Uh, anything else we want to talk about? Evo's new ownership 
or can we you know what would be fantastic to honestly talk about here elon is what is what would be fantastic for us to talk about here sharpie uh is the fact that evo was actually previously owned by a company called sure you can llc which ran a little known website called srk you may have heard of it Mm -hmm. Um, and that website was actually the number one video game news site specifically for fighting games uh and and like arguably the previous decade uh unfortunately with the acquisition of rts uh, a little bit of mismatched news came out regarding srk and we saw what was what appeared to be the death of srk which is to state that there was no new articles coming up we saw the forums kind of disappearing the wikipedia was in a weird place um and a lot of people uh behind the scenes basically thought that srk was kind of gone that is up until literally right now supercombo.gg has reappeared as of this week and they are stating that they're basically the new source for fighting game news and fighting game content and i had the opportunity to talk to one of the co-founders as well as the head editor of supercombo.gg so there's only one video still up on there and i think it's not the one that you want me to play Sorry for completely breaking everything and not preventing it happening from happening like I should. I definitely, yeah. Uh, yes. real. So, uh, however... We're going to uh, go ahead and refresh that page real quick and we're just going to upload it. But uh, Do it up. But, so, yeah, it was announced. I think, when, when was that announced? It was either over the weekend or was it just straight up yesterday or the day before? It was literally like two days ago. Yeah, so, essentially, they announced the Both rebirth. Both should be there now, by the way. They announced the rebirth of uh, SRK, essentially, right? Because mm-hmm. it, uh, they announced that they were having uh, new forums added. They were ha- archiving the old forums and keeping uh, everything accessible for everybody. So lots of good times all around uh, and uh, lots of fun times for the future. Now I am just filling in this dead now, air specifically here. Specifically, the person that I spoke with was known as Shibarizu, and I may be mispronouncing that, and I apologize. Shibarizu took fantastic time out of their day to just speak to me regarding the future of Supercombo.gg, as well as who they are and what actually happened with the acquisition. I believe the very first clip we have here from the 30-minute long interview, which will be on our YouTube and Spotify exclusively, um, is them discussing how they came to actually found this website. Um, Elon, it sounds as though you have the clip ready. Talk to me about what your role is at supercombo.gg. Well, I am uh, one of the founders, uh, and I have been in administration of the Shoryuken Wiki for the last six to nine months, I guess. I don't even know how long it's been now. And so we did the full transition towards a new name, and then we established uh, the new forum site and then the new new site. So what I've been doing is, uh, you know, administrating the wiki as always and then uh, helping set up the forum and making sure that's going with uh, our moderation team. And also just uh, working with uh, some of the people that we brought in to do news content. Like I wouldn't call it news, more like uh, just like articles, I guess, uh, th- topics. And uh, that has kind of seen me in more of like an editorial role. But, uh, you know, it's nothing nothing out of the ordinary for me, I think, at this point. Would it be fair to call you the co-founder and head editor of Supercombo.gg? Yeah, yeah, that's perfect. That's perfect. 
one of the other questions that I also asked them was to kind of expand on exactly what happened with the with the acquisition of SRK and how uh, supercombo.gg came to be, which he very, very succinctly did. And I believe we also have a clip of that as well. Hold, 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 hold. But before hold. we go ahead and play that clip, I'd love to okay, remind everybody to check up supercombo.gg, which is where their website is physically located. And you can also join the forums with a Discord or Twitter account. But let's go ahead and roll that clip. Uh, so talk to me about what SRK is and that transfer of power and transformation into supercombo.gg. Uh, sure. So I guess a lot of people will probably want to hear it straight. Um, the the SRK brand was purchased alongside the Evo rights. And I'm, a lot of people had that question because it wasn't communicated at the very beginning. But yeah, that, I'm telling you now. Uh, so in doing that, you know, what we needed to do was we knew that this the site, the forums, the wiki, the news articles, they needed a home that would last for a long time. And uh, we needed to make sure they were in a, a, a more sustainable environment, right? Because we had been kind of like two years at that point wondering if things were just going to disappear one day, right? Uh, so we we got together. A lot of us who were running the wiki are actually some of kind of the people who've been working on it now, the whole project that is. And we, we got together and we decided, okay, well, we need to create a place where this can sustain itself for the next 10, 15 years, right? And so we created the supercombo.gg website and uh, we decided to create a new front page that would represent kind of what we want to do. Uh, it We would create a new forum site to address a lot of the user feedback that we got. And of course, the wiki has been improving even while other things were kind of out of reach for a while. So we have a lot of work already done there, which is great. Um, and so now this kind of represents where we where we always wanted to get really, which is that we needed to... You know, from the beginning, we, we were like, okay, well, we need to f figure something out to uh, guarantee that this is in the community's hands for longer. Because, I mean, if I'm being honest, the the stuff that we do now, I should never have received the opportunity for because the, the initial news of, you know, the SRK forums going away and stuff, that was like two years before I started doing this. Mm. You know, and thankfully, the, the people, you know, who were responsible for that felt obligated to, you know, at least wait and see, you know, if, if somebody could help them and, you know, they, they reached out to us and we were happy to oblige. And I'm super happy that we have another community site out there stronger than ever. So Finally. I, I, I hate to, I hate to do this. However, today we cannot go long. So we are going to have to end the show a little prematurely. However, uh, I really do want to thank Sharpie and our special interview guest. What's their name again? I'm sorry. I know this, but uh, I don't know this. Seabreeze. Yeah. Thank you. Seabreeze. Thank you. I always butcher the pronunciation because it's Seabreeze in Japanese. Gotcha. Seabreeze. Cool. So thank you so much for giving us your valuable time and giving us a look. Uh, we'll have that full interview up on the website soon. Trademark. Uh, and uh, for quick hits, we will have to hit them up uh, quicker than ever next week. Uh, but we can talk about Street Fighter V being announced for stream, uh, Steam Deck. We can talk about new versions of Street Fighter V and Tekken 7. We'll talk about the Red Bull Kumite uh, uh, roster. And we'll talk about the Breakers Collection release as well. However, for today, since we unfortunately cannot go long because some of us have to go vote, among other things. Uh, <laughs> vote. Thank you, everybody, for joining us for the podcast. I know this is a very premature ending. I do apologize. Uh, 
However, uh, yo, yo vote. Nice. Uh, that's the Spanish version of it. However, we're going to get out of here. Uh, thank you to, of course, Steve, the Ace King, Main Squeeze, Offsuit, Jurek, Jurek. Thanks, Steve. You're welcome. And the uh, always talented, hating on the host is always the Purple Sharpie. I don't get paid enough for this job, but I do it because I hate myself. True. <laughs> wow. Uh, as we leave, I'm going to play the Formula One video one more time just because everybody that missed it deserves to see it. Steve, you can you can dip after we start playing the, the Formula One video. Uh, so for those of you that missed it, I got every single Formula One driver as well as a few celebrities, including Shaq, to say you're watching Best of Five. So I'm going to play that one more time and we'll call it out. So thanks, everybody, for watching and hanging out. We'll catch you all next week. Every real podcast has a sign-off phrase. Good night, Canada. Damn it. All right, here we go. Hi, this is the 2022 Formula One car, and you're watching Best of Five. Hi, this is Daniel Ricardo driving the NASCAR of Dale Earnhardt, and you're watching Best of Five. Hi, this is Nicholas Latifi in the pit lane, and you're watching Best of Five. Hi, this is Valtteri Bottas. Hi, this is Lewis Hamilton in qualifying, and you're watching Best of Five. Hi, this is Lando Norris coming into the pit, and you're watching Best of Five. Hi, this is a McLaren supercar trackside, and you're watching Best of Five. Hi, this is Christian Horner, leader of Red Bull, and you're watching Best of Five. Hi, this is Kimi Raikkonen, and you're watching Best of Five. Hi, this is a W Series car, and you're watching Best of Five. Hi, this is a Medic, and you're watching Best of Five. Hi, this is Shaq, you're watching Best of Five. Hi, this is Serena Williams, and you're watching Best of Five. Hi, this is the Cowboys Cheerleaders, and you're watching Best of Five. Alright, I'm gonna fast forward. There we go. Hi, this is every Formula One driver of this year in one truck going around the track and you're watching best of five hi this is the start of formula one u.s grand prix and you're watching best of five hi this is a sign from saturday saying lewis was gonna hold that l and you're watching best of five